What motivated those Republicans to vote guilty? Burr, N.C., Sass, Nay, Romney, U.T., Collins, Meet Murkowski, A.K., Cassidy, L.A., Toomey, P.A. I have learned to hate all traitors, and there is no disease that I spit on more than treachery. Aeschylus. Is it their own moral narcissism as Roger Simon suspects, a misplaced sense of their own moral righteousness? It can't be because their constituents wanted them to vote guilty. They will likely each be censured in their home states for their betrayal. Is it their own insecurity re, their membership in the swamp? Is it money? Were they somehow paid for their guilty votes? That would surprise no one. We've long known that Romney's hatred for Trump ate his brain, destroyed any core values he ever had, if he had them. Murkowski has never been a reliable conservative nor has Susan Collins. They are both Democrats in their heart of hearts. Cassidy was a Democrat all his life until 2006, so he too is a fake Republican. As for Toomey and Burr, pick any of the above suggestions but the most obvious answer is they are both moral narcissists. They each probably think they are securing some sort of positive legacy, but their names will be infamous. How could they get things so wrong? They live in the bubbles of their own making. They each seem to believe they are superior to their colleagues who voted not guilty when in fact they are just garden variety arrogant pretenders. They're political hacks without a shred of decency. Oh, they think they're the most decent people amongst the swells, but they are just cheap reproductions in a long line of cheap reproductions. The American Congress has a long and storied history of seating scoundrels. Perhaps they took their cues from the Lincoln Project, that would make perfect sense. Like-minded reprobates generally find each other in their common causes. This second sham of an impeachment was clearly unconstitutional, which is why Chief Justice Roberts wanted no part of it, even though he loathes Trump. It would have been nice if he had released a public statement asserting that fact, but he is something of a cowardly cad himself as we all now know. The Democrats have not been happy with their phony win since November 3. They know the win is suspect and they fear Trump's popularity among his millions of supporters because they know if he runs again, he would win and they simply cannot abide him or another outsider who might again seek to rid the government of the deep corruption that characterizes it, defines it. What is remarkable is that there are any ethical, fervent supporters of their oath to the Constitution in D.C. at all. But there are. Ted Cruz, Matt Gates, Ron Johnson, Jim Jordan, Lee Zeldin, Elise Stefanik, Steve Scalise, Debbie Lesko, Marsha Blackburn, James Imhoff, Mike Lee, Louis Gohmert, John Kennedy to name some of the few. That any Republicans took this impeachment show seriously is sad. They should have all ignored it for the low-rent sham it was. Trump was a truly great president, history will bear that out in the end. Biden is doing nothing but undoing all the good Trump got started. Like the rest of the left, Biden hates Trump more than he loves America. He will see it destroyed in order to blame the former president. But it won't work. The more damage he does, the more the American people miss Trump. Even though he voted to acquit Trump, the now we know how odious he is Mitch McConnell proceeded to malign him on the floor of the Senate. He too is a turncoat of the worst kind. He paddles along pretending to be on the side of right when all the time he, like Bill Barr, is working to sabotage the most revered president since Reagan. McConnell knows he was only re-elected on Trump's coattails but he shows not a bit of gratitude. The same goes for Kevin McCarthy and a slew of other traitors in the House. That McCarthy chose to support Liz Cheney after her thoroughly outrageously disingenuous statement blaming Trump for the January 6th breach of the Capitol is a window into his lack of loyalty. Like Lindsey Graham in the Senate, McCarthy likes to walk the dotted line, see which way the wind is blowing. Like Graham, he gets it wrong sometimes, like this time. Sure, 
Graham voted the right way while at the same time pushing the self-serving Nikki Haley on donors. Most conservatives figured out long ago that she does not support their America First values. Now she has proven it by trashing Trump the day before the impeachment vote. How did Graham get this so wrong? Perhaps he has put his finger in the wind so often he can no longer discern which way it is blowing. The nonsense that took place over these past days of a pretend impeachment, the absurd hyperbole spewed by the managers, their blatant refusal to acknowledge their own party's actual calls for violence in opposition to Trump over the last four years, most especially throughout the summer as BLM and Antifa did billions of dollars in damage to numerous cities with impunity, was an historical disgrace. Their constant reference to our Constitution is a joke, they have no reverence for our founding document, none at all. Those seven treasonous faux Republicans voted with the pro-violence, anti-law enforcement crowd. President Trump, as everyone knows well, was and remains a fervent supporter of our police while the left was calling for their defunding if not their dissolution. It is safe to say that the 75-80 meters Trump supporters now have as much contempt for those seven collaborators as they do for the Biden administration as it so diligently works to undo all the good Trump accomplished in four short years. They are all of a piece with the left, one that is elitist at its core without a shred of concern for the American people. A nation can survive its fools, even the ambitious. But it cannot survive treason from within, for the traitor appears not to be a traitor, he rots the soul of a nation, he infects the body politic so that it can no longer resist. Cicero